Oh, Chelsea, we have to come up with an answer to this. We both have to decide what we think. <laughs> and then we're going to see if we agree. Did someone in props spend way too much money and they had to justify it? Or did someone in props let their kid make it and then invite the kid to set? And then everybody said, well, we have to put it on air. There is no <laughs> way that costume costs money. There is no <laughs> way. <laughs> Hi, I'm Chelsea. And I'm Abby. And I'm Paul. And welcome to 3D BAM Up. Today we're going to be talking about Season 1, Episode 5, The Enemy Within. So I just want to go ahead and give us all a trigger warning for anyone who may be hearing this. This episode deals with sexual violence and assault, and we do advise caution while listening. So I've got something on this one. Um, I have three points about the episode Mirror, Mirror, because that's what I accidentally started watching (laughs) 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 for about five minutes before realizing that they're two different episodes. So they can't wait to get to that episode. episode. (laughs) (laughs) It's a wonderful one. And then I just crossed out. It is a good episode. I like that episode. Right at the top. And then um, The (laughs) Enemy Within. Boy really wish we had watched mirror mirror oh i kind of do too although now we have this one out of the way and we don't have to watch it again for a while or ever so there's that <laughs> no i think I, it's really important that we watch this as a cultural object and as a historic object because otherwise if we're not watching it we might forget um that this sort of thing was commonplace and every day and considered non-problematic I don't think I will ever forget that that is true. (laughs) As a woman, I don't think I have a chance of ever forgetting that is true. But still, we don't want to erase it from our cultural memory. No, I I, I agree with that. I agree with that statement. But I also, uh, I do not think I, I do not need the reminder. I Mm -hmm. live as a woman every day. And that is enough of a reminder most of the time (laughs) that life is kind of terrible. (laughs) Yep. Hashtag me too. (laughs) Okay, I would like to suggest uh, that we talk about the most horrible and get it out of the way, just, and just then continue right, on. Sure. Let's just go right to it, jump in that and pool. talk okay. about just it, jump right and in be that done pool. with it, and then move on to Science Corner with Abigail, which I actually have this week. Oh wow! So, I, so I know. Wow. I Let's know. put that at. Oh boy, put that at the end of the show, and then I'm going to be sitting on the edge of my seat. <laughs> you should be because this yeah, is the we'll... first and only time this is ever going to happen. <laughs> End of the show. And if I if I accidentally bring it up, you shoot me down and say, I no, will. we're waiting. I will. Okay. All right. So I actually had forgotten that this happened in this episode because I'm pretty sure I blocked it from my memory because it is so awful. And so traumatic. Yep. It is so incredibly traumatic. I I will say that the lighting is real nice. When in the aftermath, when Janice is talking to Bones about it, that lighting is stunning. Um, that's about the only good thing I can say about the whole, well, whole well, situation. Let, let's toss it out there, right? The, the premise of this episode, Kirk's in a transporter accident uh, and gets split into good two and halves. Evil, two halves. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Good, yeah, good not Kirk, quite bad Kirk. good and bad, but mostly. Not even quite good and bad, yeah. Um, but it's they're sort of representations also of the feminine and masculine. Ooh, okay. I like ooh, I like that take. I did not pick oh boy, that is a good take. Yeah, I'm more um, with like Freudian, but yeah. Yeah, I, I I saw it as a thinly veiled Freudian. Um, yeah, that's how I saw it too. But boy, that is a good take. But but in any case, they're they're saying like this quote good quote bad. I think they use that. Ugh, they, they use that veiled language throughout. Um, and then the bad Kirk does lots of bad things, yeah, uh, including that, trying boy, to that, rape. Yeah, Rand. I was going to say that's a that's a vast simplification that he does lots of bad things. He does yeah. some very very bad things. Yes, yeah. but the raping of Rand, or I, we should say near rape, rape of Rand, Rand. is mm-hmm. the most disturbing. It might be the most disturbing scene in TOS. Um, possibly in all of Star Trek, and I think that I, is really saying something. Boy, I don't think any other series would have anything that would come close. Well, I was right? thinking in TNG, the Four Lights episodes. Oh, that, but that's Ooh, that's sure. a whole different kind. It's of It's a whole different disturbing. kind of disturbing, but also very disturbing, right? Yeah, it is, and that is, uh, yeah. I mean, we're not talking about TNG, but I that there is a, there is yeah. a TNG episode where uh, Troy, where there's the other. Um, oh yeah, there's the, the other. She gets basically that, like, mentally raped yeah, by the. Oh that, yeah. That, that's really that. disturbing. That too. is really awful. Yeah, that would be. Up Although there. they do handle it better. Yeah, right. and it's yeah, it's a weird episode. That is a weird episode. Anyway, yeah. back to this this weird episode. But yes, Kirk, like, and boy, I mean, are we just gonna go with like Kirk one, Kirk two, Kirk A, Kirk B? Can we uh, say evil Kirk and good Kirk? Good Kirk, bad Kirk. I mean, is that uh, a? I think that's a. I mean, it's as close as we're gonna get. I think. Or masculine Kirk, feminine Kirk. All those stereotypes that layer onto this potentially make all of it as bad as it is i i would pitch kirk one kirk two i'm gonna sure. get him confused alpha kirk, kirk, kirk one kirk. is yeah Ooh, kirk yeah alpha kirk you go kirk prime kirk prime. new, new kirk go. Ooh, okay kirk prime new kirk <laughs> so is new kirk bad or good new kirk's bad <laughs> just like new betsy <laughs> new coke is new coke <laughs> Uh, I'm not going to remember that. <laughs> All right. We'll each use whatever system we find. Whatever <laughs> works for us. It, everyone use so, an idiosyncratic naming system. <laughs> so New Kirk, Kirk 2, uh, Beta Kirk, Evil, Evil Kirk, Kirk, if we're going to go there. Right. It, it is, uh, right, it is an attempted rape of, of Janice Ram that, that only is stopped by um, a crew member that, like, accidentally walks in, right? Yeah. Yes. Well, and that's by the other thing horrific is she's telling bones about it and kirk you know prime kirk comes in and is like i didn't do it and the and and everybody's like yeah he says he doesn't do he didn't do it and then the the male comes in and is like no dude you totally did and they're like oh maybe i did well boy and then is is it bones that like is like oh buddy like let me just take you somewhere else (laughs) like ushers away the witness yeah Uh, i thought it was also very there are very many problems so many. Well, but when the man fishers recounts it as well, then they do believe yeah. him. Yeah, that's why they believe him. They don't believe Rand, but they totally believe the other dude. And Rand is doing, uh, like, they're they're writing this, as, like, I think Rand has a line of like, well, I didn't want to get you in trouble or something she does. like that. She does. She, she said, he's the captain. I couldn't just do it. I didn't want to get him in trouble. I, and then she talks about how she wasn't even going to report it. Yeah, or even she, mention it because which, it was just no big deal. Which is a whole, whole, whole other thing. That's just. I don't know which part of that scene is the most disturbing. Right, yeah, it's just it's just beat after beat after beat of just like, <laughs> yeah, 
just uh, to, like, all just all the things that you that can be done wrong after an assault. They literally show you. <laughs> but even backtracking before this, how disturbing is it that Bad Kirk or Kirk Prime or New Kirk or whatever Beta Kirk that his first instinct like like is to rape Rand? Like he comes into being. No, it's his second. Let's. It's his second. He gets oh yeah. The I'm sorry. First. He gets the liquor. <laughs> oh, and by the way, for our listeners, if you haven't seen it, the only way he's differentiated evil Kirk is by the black eyeliner. <laughs> naturally I mean, I mean i was looking i was waiting for the goatee i mean there's no goatee so Does how that, do i know that's what happens that? it's in the mirror, black mirror. eyeliner that's how you know that's what happens in mirror mirror <laughs> i know and that's that's why that's a better episode anyway like i wondered if the first thing you did was go somewhere and get some eyeliner <laughs> but... i imagined he got it from Rand's quarters we just didn't see that <laughs> well, to be, well and for the most part they're wearing different shirts for a lot of it and then it's that less disturbing. Yeah yeah, 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 but yeah, I mean, oh. I, I also—I mean, I had a question. It's tangential to it, but he goes to Med Bay to get liquor. Yeah, which again, what? <laughs> like, well, that's is that where they because I thought it might be because Bones, Bones had it. Bones is an alcoholic. Yeah, so. Bones is an alcoholic. <laughs> that was my but, my understanding is he was going into Bones's personal stores. I mean, if I was like. Yeah, if I was an alcoholic dentist, I wouldn't have it like in the drawer next to the toothbrushes. I would have it back in my office. Like, doesn't yeah. he have an office that isn't the Met Bay? Apparently. Well, not. did they have Bones's office uh, as a set? I mean, okay. Also, if Bones is so much an alcoholic that he has to have alcohol on his job, you think that it would be like? <laughs> well, he it's does a liquor several cabinet. times. It's a liquor cabinet, right? <laughs> it's like a doctor should not have a liquor let alone enough liquor to necessitate a liquor cabinet. <laughs> I mean, it was <laughs> To paraphrase <laughs> Wayne's world. Um, yeah, like he has a bunch of liquor in there. And it's like fancy stuff. It was. It was very nice bottles. No labels. So it's more But yes, right? Kirk, Kirk too gets drunk before all this happens, presumably. But then his immediate first instinct is to Ray Brand. Mm-hmm. Pretty much, yeah. It's just... There's so much wrong with it. <laughs> How is that like your first instinct of your bad? Half? Like, so that's a question. What do you think your like bad half's first instinct would be? Ooh, so you're evil, Kirk, and you just teleported up. Yeah. What would your bad half do? Because I was trying to think about this. I was like, well, if that's his first Boy, instinct, that's a good question. And it's so evil. It's so bad. Like, what? Mine's probably mine gonna be murder. I'm probably gonna kill somebody. I'm not yeah. Gonna I can see that, that, Abigail. Yeah. <laughs> Math right. checks out, right? It's still not in the, the era where you can teleport people without them being on the pad, right? Yeah. Because if it was like TNG, you could walk over to the pad and be like, beam everybody on the ship out into space. <laughs> now it's my yeah. ship. Right? That would be like a pretty evil thing to do. Right. Um, yeah. And I don't know. I was trying to think like. You could put the ship into complete lockdown and then just like vent sections. That would be t- pretty evil. That's true. I mean, it's for fun. I, I mean, I, I think I'm in the same place as Abby. Like, I'm thinking up like I'm gonna straight up. It's murder all people. it's all more murder, right? Not like everybody, but like people. I don't, I don't like know. I worry that my instinct would be in some way to force my will on others. Maybe not to the extent that Kirk's was, but in, to some other extent, and that really worries me. Hmm. Well, I don't think you're gonna have a transporter accident. Any, yeah, and become accident your anytime soon. I think you're right. No, but these episodes serve to. 
make us think about ourselves. And... It is a very good question that to take from that. I really like that twist on it of like, yeah. And I, I mean, if you're writing this episode, if that's the premise you come up with and you say, well, what would he do? And it's an all-male writing staff. Uh, well, actually, I, I would have to check um, on this episode, but it's possible it wasn't. But that's like somebody at, at that writing table is going to toss this idea out there. Yeah, that was someone's uh, first instinct. Yeah. Or somebody's going to say, oh, he's going to murder a and... whole bunch of people. And you're like, well, he can't. <laughs> right. Because so, right. he could actually be court-martialed for that. But that's also implying like this is something he wouldn't have been necessarily court-martialed for. I guess I meant that he would kill so many people if he was good at it that they'd run out of cast. But <laughs> mm, That's true, too. <laughs> like, you can only kill so many red shirts an episode. So it is we... kind of shocking that he didn't – because he doesn't – he beats up that one guy, right? Yeah, he gets in a couple of fights, and I mean, he does fight himself. He's much more aggressive, which becomes yeah. more apparent as the episode continues, and his feminine side becomes just a hot mess, like completely undecis- indecisive, very confused, um, incapable of leadership, very vulnerable. And remember, and that's, and then Spock's like, oh, you can't afford to be vulnerable in front of the crew. That whole very toxic masculine <laughs> uh, little conversation between the two of them is another highly disturbing part of this episode and then kirk's all like oh yeah what i can't remember is why i forgot that like that's the response you should have to that yeah right (laughs) i i I, I was just looking i was also looking to see like if they had the list of the the writers at this point um Mm -hmm. which i did not find but i did find that um the main writer said that his main influence here is dr jekyll and mr hyde right um, which I hadn't thought of. I don't, I don't know if that, I'm that, not sure why that wasn't on my radar, but that's a weird, I mean, do, I guess I don't know, I don't remember the, the story of Dr. Chuckle and Mr. Hyde enough. <laughs> it's to, pr- I mean, it is kind of, I definitely see the parallels, does, for does, sure. Does Mr. Hyde get weaker? Uh, Mr. Hyde doesn't get weaker. They don't get weaker. That's not really okay, that's in, what the, I remember. in yeah, the jam. That, but I mean, Hyde definitely is a terrible, terrible human being who does like rape and murder people. So oh wait, I that. had them backwards. J- Jekyll's the good one. Okay. Jekyll's the doctor. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. I just assumed that the doctor was the evil one. <laughs> Moriarty. No, I mean, um, fair enough. But <laughs> well, I, I mean, he did create the the. As a the, doctor, I don't like that. Uh, sure. <laughs> You're um, not a real doctor, Justin. I am. Why is the professor always evil in these cultural objects? Well, it's not. Well, Doctor Jekyll is an yeah, actual Dr. medical Jekyll doctor. <laughs> Same thing. They're a doctor. I'm a doctor. I'd argue also, uh, we're more doctors. We were in school longer. I, I also, I'll say the um, the Men at Work song, Doctor Heckle and Mister Jive, is a, a much better take on it as well. If you've not heard that song, I haven't. Is I personally it? like the musical Jekyll and Hyde. I mean, but stop listening you know, to us me. right now and go listen to that song. It's a great song. That's on um, Cargo? Yeah, that's on Cargo. Uh, <laughs> that's the first track on Cargo. But <laughs> we're, we're, we getting off, we're getting off <laughs> once <point>. again. <laughs> so should we continue talking about the super disturbing aspects? Because I still think there are more. Go for it. Let's let's do it all. Can we also talk about the end of the episode where... Oh, that is just the worst. <laughs> it is. Oh, my God. No, I was talking about where Rand apologizes for defending herself and then where Spock makes the rape no, joke. No. Where he's, Spock. Spock's Spock says the, the imposter worst. had some interesting qualities, wouldn't you say? And that's like the joke at the end of the episode. Yeah. yeah. And she gives him the correct look, which is... F- 
you <laughs> and walks away. <laughs> and have you guys oh. heard that? Have you heard why Rand possibly um, left the show? Oh, yeah. For Grace sexual harassment. Yeah. But, yeah. And like that was happening at the same time this was being made. Yeah. Yeah. Unbelievable. I imagine that her look was coming from that experience. Well, and it's not really in part of the reason that makes me angry, other than the fact that it is a terrible thing to say to anybody. And it is. I can't. I can't with it. But also it feels very out of place coming from Spock. Coming from Spock. I agree. It just is a weird thing for him to say in character that just feels The characters aren't fully developed. I also think the Spock-Bones banter was really off. Yeah, it wasn't great either. Although it's definitely, you can see where it's going to become You can see where it's coming from. But it hasn't... This is an early episode. It is is an early episode. It hasn't settled yet. No, it definitely hasn't. Nobody's nobody's performance has quite settled yet. Mm -mm. But... Oh my god, though I just yeah. This is that. It is right. This is a very early one, right? Yeah, yeah. It's like yeah, yeah. season one. Yeah, um, like three or four, maybe. It's episode five, but I don't know what the filming what order the filming was. order was. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. I mean, yeah. <laughs> or is give... the most disturbing part the, the conclusion of the episode, which is that we essentially all need our super creepy dark side? Yeah. Right. Um, and I think that's where. So, Abby, you can agree or disagree, but I think that's where I would say the the sort of um, psychobabble Freudian (laughs) take is in there, right? Mm -hmm. Um, That they're saying, like, well, we all have that evil part, and it's always telling us to do these things, but good thing we have the id there to be like, cool. (laughs) Or, I'm sorry, (laughs) that is the id. (laughs) The ego to say, uh, don't do those things, listen to the other one. Um, yeah, which I, I mean, should say. I mean, those ideas are very '60s, are very, very. debunked <laughs> by these days. None of that is is even slightly accurate. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that would have been a very very '60s take on pop psychology. Right. Absolutely. Yeah, well definitely. into the '80s, frankly. Right, right. TNG does tons of stuff with with that. Ugh. That I think that's the argument they're making of like, oh well, good thing there's like the Kirk that isn't either of them that like mitigates them or or listens to both and then chooses the the right one is really what they're going for yeah it's just such a such a weird argument oh yeah i'm not saying it's not let's wrap up the terrible bit and talk about other things are there other (laughs) thoughts and feelings before we wrap up the really terrible stuff other than we all agree that it was awful i think that it was awful and it was really hard to watch but that it's really important and relevant uh, to all the movements that are happening now and very recently um, to have watched. Uh, and I'm, I, even though it was horrible, I'm really glad we did. Yeah. That, and that kind of brings a point I wanted to ask you guys. Does the horrible, horrible sexual assault stuff make this a bad episode overall or are there other things in it that make it a decent episode i have an answer go for it chelsea do you have an answer i also have an answer uh i do not have an answer at this moment i think it's a bad enough episode even if you strip all that out <laughs> um, <laughs> i think i could pick this one apart I, i'm not sure there's much redeeming in this episode um uh, uh, i i guess 
I mean, convince me otherwise, maybe. Um, do they have this? I had a question. Do they have the same DNA? I think so. It might be corrupted, but I feel like they would. Oh man, that's a very. I actually, yeah, <laughs> it's I a don't, very. Um... I actually no, I'm not sure they do have the same DNA. Boy, that's a cool. That's a very cyberpunk thing of you to say, Abby. <laughs> that hey. they have corrupted DNA. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's like any code. I mean, you can corrupt code. Uh, I mean, it would be mutated. Mutated. Well, wow, that's a weird way to say that. <laughs> um, but Professor yeah. X on the Enterprise. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Hmm. Yeah, Do they make think... a very flimsy case of what these two parts Yeah, are. well, and that's, that's another question I had was... Would it have been a better episode if the two Kirk's temperaments had been more opposed in temperament? Because as it is, like, you have bad, bad Kirk, who is bad and terrible, with no redeeming qualities. And then you have good Kirk, who's just kind of less decisive. Yeah. I, I, I feel like you could have gone very polar on those, and it might have been more interesting. Or you could have gone where... You know, you have a Kirk with a complete lack of empathy, but still kind of in control. And then you have a Kirk who's so empathetic, they can't make a decision. That would have been a lot more interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I I think where I was getting the masculine feminine cues from was also from the music. The feminine music plays with indecisive Kirk. The music, I should say, that's gendered feminine by its use in other scenes. And then the, the gendered aggressive or masculine music is used for the evil Kirk or the whatever, Kirk Beta, New Kirk, <laughs> whatever we call him. Um, yeah, I think which is part of what's contributing to my understanding there. Um, but yes, really, there's no significantly good or wonderful qualities about that Kirk, right? Which Kirk? The Good Kirk. Wait. Okay, I was going to say, <laughs> like the fact that I have to ask that question is kind of telling. <laughs> right, but yeah, I, I mean, he's not particularly wonderful. Yeah, it's a, it's a weird one where like you start to take some of those sliders to the ends, and you're saying like this one acts with without inhibition, um, just does whatever comes to his mind, and it's like, well, the other one by nature can't really be that exciting, um, can't really do things. If, if you were just saying like this is the good one and this is the evil one, right? Um, you'd almost say, well, like, well, this one's gonna go out and murder people, and this one's gonna go like. Um, spend all their money Plants on charity, right? Right, because yeah. he should at least like, be good enough to. He should at least um, be good enough to care about the landing party. Oh yeah, we have not talked about the landing. Right, party and yet. we'll get there. Uh, That's part of Science Corner with Abigail. Oh, cool. Then I will not say a word about the landing party. <laughs> all right. Well, I do think maybe we should wrap up the. Yeah, because we could go on for part. a really long time. What? What? I mean, what's sort of, any final thoughts on it? Ugh, just ugh. That's my finish. Just, uh. I mean, it was really disturbing, but I'm I'm really glad the three of us talked it out. I don't know. I feel a little better now. I'm glad you feel better, Chelsea. All right. So to, to segue into um, non-terrible things, was do you think that they showed the dog so often because that costume was really expensive? Or, or... because it cost 50 cents. <laughs> Or because someone was super proud of the dog costume. Unicorn dog or... might be my favorite ooh, ooh. alien. <laughs> oh, I love that question, Abby. You are asking 
did someone in props spend a ton of money or did someone in props have their child make it? Yeah, like because the dog is in so many scenes in this episode for no reason when it's not part of the plot. For oh, him to Chelsea, be there. we have to come up with an answer to this. We both have to decide what we think. <laughs> and then we're going to see if we agree. Did someone in props spend way too much money and they had to justify it? Or did someone in props let their kid make it and then invite the kid to set? And then everybody said, well, we have to put it on air. There is no way that costume costs money. There is no (laughs) way. No. That costume was probably like 40 cents left over from some rando scene on some set. It doesn't even fit it, the dog. dog. (laughs) Uh, You guys. The good dog or the evil dog? Neither dog does that costume fit. <laughs> well, and then there was like the stuffed creature that may have just been the empty costume when they it was were the empty costume experimenting because that was not a live dog. Yep. yep. <laughs> Nor was it a dead dog. It was the empty costume. No, people. <laughs> it was. It was. Oh my god. That's the scene I used to show my students an intro to TOS to show them <laughs> the budget problems of that show. <laughs> Oh, that dog. If I remember nothing so else. Too. <laughs> it was, it was a dog. really cute dog. It was really cute. Oh, guys, but that dog's dead now. That poor dog. Well, in many ways, because they kill it in the episode, and then the dog itself is it's from the well, 60s. It, it, it so has it's no been longer alive. decades, yes. It, we would know about that dog if it was still alive. <laughs> it would be our it would be our leader. It would be oh. ruling the earth if it was Yes, it would. <laughs> it would have that costume forever. Dog. Um, would be amazing. Oh, yeah. oh, it's but it is with the speaking of the dead dog. Sadly, it is the first time Bone says he's dead, Jim. Really? Oh, is it the first? Yeah, it is in the oh, in yeah, the series. It's the first time he says he's dead, Jim. Yeah, oh, I do like about that. the dog. It is also the first Vulcan nerf pinch in this episode. Really, when Spock takes out Beta Kirk. Huh. Yeah, yeah. So wow, good times. Good That's times. some good trivia. Yeah. I like that trivia. I was a fan. Yeah, I don't have many notes about the dogs, oddly. I had several. <laughs> I guess it's pretty I guess it's pretty cut and dry on that. Mostly about um dog costume corner. But <laughs> I think I'm gonna split with Chelsea and say that they spent a lot of money on that costume. Way I too kind much. Of, yeah, I don't know. I don't know, but I am glad they did it because that it's beautiful and I love it so much. <laughs> I really want to okay. get that for Chewy since he's also tan. Yeah. A replica I would, I would costume, like that. by the I way. I would enjoy oh, it man, very that'd much. That'd be such a good Halloween costume for a dog. It'd be so good. It really is. It'd be so, so good. Okay, so the B-plot um, with everybody stuck on the planet, uh, it was not originally in the script, apparently. Hmm. Would this have been a better episode if they had kept that and not had it at all? <laughs> because I kind of think it would have been. They don't. They don't really pay much attention to it. They do not. And it doesn't really add suspense. No, I thought it, it did add suspense. I was really nope. concerned for them. No, I mean, yes, because we'll get to Science Corner. I mean, Sulu's but, in a t-shirt. But and I, I like, yes, yeah, Sulu was there, and I would be sad if Sulu died. But like, I don't feel like there was any real reason for there to be an away team trapped on the planet. I don't know why it happened. I am not for it. I think they should have ditched it and focused on their duality narrative that they were going for. (laughs) Also, it's time, you guys, for Science Corner with Abigail. (laughs) Yeah, I have some, too. 
Go ahead. So. Wow. Do you, I mean, if you each want your own theme music, just pick it and I'll. Do 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 do. Abigail. Science corner. <laughs> anyway, yeah, the only time this will ever happen. Um, so I was really um, concerned because I I am generally a cold person. I am cold a lot of the time. And they kept saying that it was like 75 below zero. Oh, that's what you planet. meant, cold. Yes. <laughs> temperature cold. cold. Temperature cold. <laughs> I, I mean, yes, feelings-wise too. But temperature-wise... It was supposed to be like negative, get down to like negative 75. Yeah. And I was like, how long can a human survive in the cold temperatures? It turns out it actually can vary quite a bit. However, I did learn that if there is negative 45 degrees with any kind of wind chill, you're basically frostbitten in five minutes. Oh, like, yeah. It's over. Yeah. Um, and they were negative, down there for hours, right? Oh, yeah. For hours. At negative 55 and colder, skin can freeze in two minutes. Also, once your body temperature starts dropping at 91, when your body temperature is at 91, um, usually body temperature is about 98.6 for people. Generally, that's the average, right? Okay. At 91, you can start to experience amnesia. Oh, yeah. Once your body temperature gets down to 82, you can lose consciousness. And once your body temperature is 70 and below, profound hypothermia sets in and you can die. Now, since you can get frostbite at negative 45 with any kind of wind chill, and there was definitely wind down there, they showed it a lot, things blowing around, Mm -hmm. and you have that kind of temperature, you frostbitten in like five minutes, there is no way that they could have survived, even like cuddling together with body heat with their flimsy little costume uniforms <laughs> and just each other and phaser rocks for they, heat. They, they would have frozen to death after like they those heat 20 blankets. minutes. <laughs> no, no, I agree. It would have been very fast. And the problem is exposed skin. My, yeah, which they all had. Like they all had their faces, their hands. Like right. they were screwed. Like there was yeah. no way. And they were down there for, they were supposed to be down there for like three or four hours. Yeah. They would have been dead. Absolutely. Yeah, and, and I, I think you even undersell the the temperature differentials of like. Oh yeah, I went a little like there's a chart that I was looking at from the National Weather Service, like showing like the fluctuations and stuff, and I went pretty. I was oh, yeah. pretty kind well, about but it. On the hypothermia was... standpoint, like if if your core body temperature is down at 91, like you are in a life threatening emergency, oh, yeah. and you, you need are to be screwed. taken to a hospital. Like you are screwed. You are on the verge of death at that point. Um, yeah. Like, our body temperatures do not fluctuate much. Our core body. No, no they don't. They're not um, supposed to. No, no. <laughs> like, plus or minus five is very damaging. Bad. It's bad. Um, it's not good. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it was definitely one of those where, like, yeah, Sulu's down there in a t-shirt, and he's got a, you know, aluminum foil blanket, and they're eating up rocks at some point, but... Um, Which, good for you, Sulu, about thinking about firing your phaser and warming up some rocks. Like, good for you. I thought that was a, a clever solution. Yeah, I liked that. However, it would not have been enough. Can we? I, I have fallen off. So I, I, I was like, well, what else could they do, right? Like, there's other solutions. First off, could, the problem with exposed skin is the one you highlighted, right? That anything that's a windbreak. Yeah. Like, they could teleport things down to them. And, like, could they not teleport down, like, a tent? Or something. Well, I think Scotty explained that at some point they asked him if they could teleport things, and he just said they couldn't use the teleporter at all. 
I think he was so scared. <laughs> if they send out a cardboard box, they might get an evil cardboard <laughs> box. An evil cardboard box. No, he gave some sort of explanation. Oh, but, I don't remember that, but might, I, might, I believe might, you. Might, might but, Kirk yeah. from the pattern buffer? I don't. Yeah. I don't remember. It was some he for whatever reason it couldn't be anything down to them because that was obviously yeah. the first solution. Well, my other thought, right, that does not take much longer to think of is they have shuttles. No, uh, but okay. So I, I don't I think they have shuttles too. at this point. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, because I, it's I, an I, early I had to look episode. it up. Okay, yeah, I had fine, to look it up because I also thought, fine. I'm like, don't they have shuttles? Why can't they shuttle down to the planet? But at yeah. this point, there aren't shuttle crafts. They yeah. think of that later. Oh, yeah, man. they do. Because yeah, well, so. even if they even if they're not going down to pick them up, like you ask yourself the question, well, what temperature can a shuttle handle? And right. then you're and like, then well, just go hide in the space, for a while. Like, <laughs> right? Space is colder than this planet. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, shuttles are not canon yet. I had to look it up because I had the same thought. (laughs) Okay, good check. Good check on that. Speaking of science things, this is, I think, the first time in TOS that uh, we're exposed to the fact that the crew doesn't beam directly into decontamination, right? Because, and also, note how second Kirk beams in there when no one's in there, so it's, like, completely unstaffed. Yeah, it's a weird delay. They never... It is weird. They never never address address that. I mean, they do talk about how the second dog shows up several minutes later. Yeah. So another the the thought I had too, and maybe this goes to Abby's earlier point. The thought I had when they're like, "Well, the," and I think I had this before I had the shuttle. Let me see. Did I write this down first? I think I did. Um, Why not just beam the whole party up, but then be waiting there with phasers and kill the evil ones when they show up? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but you can't kill the evil ones. Yeah, because they need to well, they combine. They don't. They, they to don't combined. know that yet. <laughs> <laughs> just bring Sulu up, and then you say, "Sulu, step aside." <laughs> well, also, we have to kill your evil doppelganger. <laughs> There's gonna be another one you that pops up in about thirty seconds. Do you, do you want to kill him or should I? I mean, this is a, your but choice. speaking of that, how does the transporter work? Because how could a second? person come out or a second living creature come out sure sure yeah, that's a whole other well At- it was it was malfunctioning because of this the the crewman that got like sliced his hand open or whatever had like a weird ore on him yeah or the yellow that's powder to be, that's supposed to be what screwed up the transporter yeah, so I it, think ostensibly. it did stuff i don't know it's- it did stuff because yeah. if it like d de- like it takes apart your molecules and then puts them back together again, or at least that's what later um, uh, canon I says. Think, boy, that's a good. I think canon is not that the molecules get moved; is that they get destroyed at site and then uh, recombined from new molecules. Right? That the, the information of how the molecules are arranged gets sent, not the molecules themselves. Yeah, I which believe. means that transporter accident's going to look more like what happens in the whatever Star Trek movie that is, where it's like a pile of goo. Sure. Yeah. What is, is that yes. the first Star Trek movie? Boy, is it? Or is that? Oh, I don't remember. I think it is. It might be. It might be. Um, there's, um, I mean, it, 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 we can't really finish this one without talking about the clear parallel in the TNG episode where we get double Rikers. Um, oh, yeah. Where Riker is on a planet. Uh, years ago, right? This happens years right. ago. Um, and they're beaming up through like an ionosphere and there's a storm. I, I forget the particulars, but they're beaming through a thing. And um, what happens is 
the ship that he's on at that point, I forget that, that ship too, uh, is trying to get him in there. They boost the power and everything. And they're like, we're not sure if we have him, not sure. And then he gets back and they're like, okay, we got right. him. Yay. But on the planet, like years later, it, it fails to register that it, he had been sent. Right. So it like, he also rematerializes on the plate on the planet um, and is trapped there for a while. So it's the exact same Riker. Um, yeah, but that yeah, time passes. Situation. But there are two Rikers. Yeah, time now. passes and experience changes. Which them. is Deanna Troy's very specific dream. Yeah. Wink. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that's a very interesting plot, right? Even if you just had two Kirks, right? Right. They don't have to be different. Like if you had a, a, a an episode like this, and it was just like, whoops, two Kirks show up, and then the episode is like, well, we don't need two of you. <laughs> What's like, gonna happen? Is one of you evil? And they're, like, they're not. I think that's a more compelling episode. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's true. Of like, how do you handle having two Kirks? Right. Like, and which one is the real one? Because then, like this one, we keep defaulting to saying like, well, the good one's the real one, uh, even though I think a, a, an accurate reading of this would be that yeah, that is not the case. Um, no, Kirk is neither of those. Yeah. Right. The Kirk is. Yeah. So. And yeah. both. Yeah, anyway. I think. That episode of TNG is a much more interesting television. Yeah, I think it's. I, yeah, I do agree. I'd agree. I, and I like that episode of TNG actually a lot. But yeah, it's Thomas Riker. There are many. Yeah, he shows up in a lot there. of other places. He does turn evil too. So I mean, for what it's worth. <laughs> <laughs> well, semi-evil. I think he works with. I forget who it is. The McKee, maybe. Hmm. Anyway. Once again, in this episode, by the way. Bones is the one who makes the logical argument that everyone needs more time and more analysis. And instead, he's once again overridden, and they just do the thing anyway. <laughs> I don't know if you notice that. I'm just always on the side of Bones. Yes, you are. Yep. You always are. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. And I'm mad at Spock in this episode, so I'm not even going to defend him, even though I have a defense. I'm not going to, because he's a monster in this episode, and I don't care. Fair. Well, be angry. <laughs> So how do they solve it, right? So they fuse Kirk back together, and they're like, okay, that fixes the teleporter. Oh, like, yeah, that's a question. I mean, yeah, it doesn't that, make sense. Mm, it doesn't. Because. <laughs> no, no, wait, I, mean, I wrote it saying... down. I wrote it down. Quote, we've attached some bypass and leader circuits to compensate for the difference. Tied directly into the impulse engines, there shouldn't be more than a five-point variation in the velocity balance. I suggest we send the animal through, Captain. Techno babble, techno babble, techno babble. It makes no sense. <laughs> <laughs> That's well, but, Scotty's I mean, literal that, speech. Still, why does that impact Sulu? Is I guess that's my question. It's like when they bring Sulu up, what stops him from getting split? I get that they could put the dog back together or Kirk back together, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I, but, I, but I how does that fix the overlying problem with the splitting of yeah. people? Yeah, I has, don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Or did they just like bring up the two know. Sulus, tackle the second one, and be like, "Stand on the pad. <laughs> We're gonna fuse <laughs> you back." Maybe, maybe that's how they fix it. Oh, I don't man. know. Oh, you guys, this episode—it is a lot. This is also effectively the fly. Jeff Goldblum. You've seen that movie? No. Yes. No. You should go back and watch the fly. Uh, the idea is he has a—he builds a. Oh man, is it a teleporter? I forget. It doesn't matter if it is or not. But, like, I think it is. Yeah, it's two pads. But then a fly gets in there with him, and then he gets merged with a fly. Oh, that's a comic book. A um, yeah, that would make sense. Um, <laughs> it's, a, it's also an 80s movie with Jeff Goldblum. Um, and, I, I mean... He's a superhero. Oh, in the comic? Yeah. 
I think. Yeah, it doesn't turn out great. Does not turn out great for Jeff Goldblum, if I remember right. <laughs> so sad. I he deserves only the good things. I remember the, the ending, but my gut feeling is that he does not live to it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think that's it. that's in here too. Hmm. Wait, well. this episode does go on forever. It kind of does. It felt so long when I was watching it, and I, it felt like it was like three hours. And thanks, guys, for being patient with me because I just I kept pausing it, and I just I couldn't. <laughs> I couldn't go, the oh, same day of watching it. Boy, actually, to one of the earlier points, like picking on Spock here, but yeah, mm. Spock is just the worst. Like even oh, yeah. when In this he's episode, just he telling is the worst. Kirk, he's like, "Oh." captain you're a good leader and this is how you are like yeah and then he's like he tells him all this really really bad leadership advice yeah that, it's like, real it's real bad it's not good it's i i love Sp- spock is my favorite and i love spock this episode i hate him so much yeah i think it might be really evil upsetting spock, to me right maybe spock i love evil spock first. evil spock oh, is that's amazing. true is in mirror mirror the episode i started to watch <laughs> No, yeah, Mirror Mirror Spock is great, and he's perfectly in character for what Spock could be. But the things Spock says in this episode are not in the character of any version of Spock that I could imagine. No, it is really because they're not logical, and they it doesn't make sense. They're just horrible and disturbing and awful. Yep. So I think so. I I was trying to think of like, um, let's, let's talk about like what the villain is here. Um, I think it's just a... Ourselves? Right? Okay. Yeah. That's the trick. Because a, a straight read of it is, well, Kirk 2, I guess. Um, Maybe for like a then small the, child. The deeper read is like, well, the evil within, the enemy within, right? As they call it. Drop because that, uh, that is the title. And a feminist read would be our feminine side. Um, but yep. let's, let's, say, <laughs> let's say the enemy in this episode is Kirk 2. Um, he's got to be pretty close to the bottom of the list in terms of how strong oh, he is, sure. right? For sure. I'm looking at the bottom of the list, and it's got Landrew from the Return of the Archons. Uh, he's I, weaker than that. I don't know. See, I think he could probably get – if he was on that planet, he'd just start wrecking stuff. Um, he might be able to take down Landrew, right? Because Kirk did. Yeah. Kirk took down Landrew. The next up on that list are the Omicron SETI-3 plants. So the, the real thing that I want better. to talk about is what would happen if Kirk 2 got sprayed with <laughs> Omicron SETI 3 plants? I don't know what would happen. Would he just be like, huh, this is a great place? <laughs> or would he be like, this is a great place well, to murder? Part, no, yeah, because part of what the plants do is take away your inhibitions, at least for Spock. Oh, would he be worse? Yeah, no, so would he be worse? Know. So what happens to Kirk 2 if he gets sprayed by those Oh, well, either way, I, I think the plants are more powerful because so they have the ability to alter him. Yeah, I think I like that. I, I think the question is stronger or weaker than Landrew? Mm, weaker. Uh, I don't really have an opinion. I don't know. I don't really, I don't stand behind that at all. <laughs> Chelsea, you're the tiebreaker because I think I'd say higher and I'd be saying lower. Yeah. I don't know. I Can I say about equal? No. <laughs> that's the whole point of a tie break I hate you all <laughs> should I just roll for it yeah roll for it yeah do it <laughs> alright um, not invested in this guys <laughs> I'm not particularly either alright I'll roll a, a d20 here uh, so 
I, I, 11 and up, he's uh, stronger than Landry. <laughs> As an 18, he is stronger than Landry. Okay. All right, actually, that's probably what it should be anyway. Chelsea now has an opinion. <laughs> Fate's <laughs> on our knows, side. Now that she knows the right answer. <laughs> According to sheer probability and chance. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Is um, it time for time for bingo now? I think so. Okay. Let's do I some have, bingo. I have one clarifier this time, and okay. it is not going to be a pleasant clarifier because it is awful. But I and I am sorry, but I have to ask. Does attempted rape count as Kirk making out with someone? Yes, because he kisses her. Even oh. if it's forced making out, I vote it's yes. This is my this was my question. If it's if it's forced, does that count? Because the question wow. is, it's an on-screen kiss, right? Uh, I mean, mostly. I, I kind of just Kirk being Kirk, but. <laughs> I, yeah, that was. I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure. So whether or your not... question, right, is the is making out at its core consensual? That's what you're yes. asking, right? So like, yeah, is, the question is, is yes. Is the does it count as for our bingo? Does consent matter in our bingo? I guess is, our, is my question. Which sounds well, worse and than it well, is. see, I'm interpreting the question differently. I'm interpreting the question as is it an on-screen kiss? I'd argue the same thing in Plato's stepchildren when Kirk and Uhura make out. Ooh. And I think we said there it was a kiss because it's an on-screen kiss. Boy, that is mm. true. We have precedent because I, I think true. I think I'm I'm leaning on the other side, um, right? That I would say that, yeah, boy. I would say that the way it's worded, right? If we're saying Kirk makes out with someone, that that implies consent. Uh, if we say Kirk forces himself on someone, <laughs> then that that's what happens in this not. episode. It's a different story. Yeah. What but are if we we're saying, saying Plato? That, if we're Plato, yeah. Well, the question is, do we retcon? We didn't get a bingo in Plato, did we? No, no I don't think so. <laughs> we have only had one bingo, I think. I, and it wasn't that one. I think we could retcon Plato if we want. I, I think I would say no. And I would definitely say yes. Oh, that means I have to tie break. I don't want to because I have... I actually... Uh, I, I, think, I think consent's important. Even in our bingo, I think I think it has to be a consensual. I think yeah, I think I agree with Paul. Does it affect the bingo? You can't you can't ask that yet because <laughs> you guys have to guess whether or not we got bingo. I can't. I have. I cannot you, you say. You had to ask us about another. bingo before we did this. Well, part I don't too. think we got bingo because I think it's still so early. Yeah, I mean, Abby's hedging pretty hard. I'm gonna say no. <laughs> um. So we didn't get bingo. However, if if we had thought that um, consent was not important with Kirk making out, so we would have gotten bingo because actually this episode has oh, literally a them. billion cliches. Really? Full of them. Oh my god, there He's are so Jim? many. There are so um, many. Um, there's a captain's log entry. There's a recurring actor in the same or different ooh, role. Are we are counting? I am Captain Kirk as a Kirk speech. Um, I wasn't, no, but there's a Vulcan neck pinch. There is shirtless rip shirt Kirk. There is, um, I can't, there was something else that was Kirk speech though. There, I think that it's the speech on the bridge that, um, Kirk gives to his other half of, we have to, you know, whatever. Um, there's Kirk speech though. Bones does drink. Um, he's dead Jim for the first time. Uh, the away team is trapped on the planet and phasers are set on stun. So there are nine zillion and we still didn't get bingo and I'm mad about it. <laughs> But I couldn't. I couldn't make 
Kirk make out with someone count for this one because it was not consensual. Couldn't do it. Mm, I, I strongly dissent. You can strongly <laughs> dissent, but you have been outvoted. So we didn't get bingo by one, but there are still, for an early episode, this has all of the cliches. Yeah, boy. <laughs> it's definitely more than I thought. Yeah, there are a lot. I kept like marking my bingo sheet going, wow, there's just, this episode has everything. But also I do, like you, Abby, think I kind of have blocked lots of this, even in the time it's been since we watched, watched it, to the time <laughs> yeah. of discussion. Yeah, we had to put it off so, so a couple of times and I refused to rewatch it. I couldn't, I couldn't make myself do it. Ditto. So I, I have, it's been, I think, a week and a half since I watched it because I couldn't make myself do I it think, again. I think it is a very interesting floor to have here saying like, my gut right now is I don't think there is a, like if, if I just got to say one TOS episode didn't get made, like this might be it. Like, I'm not sure what else would be in there. Like, it's something to keep an eye out for, right? Yeah, but Spock's brain is bad. <laughs> yeah, Spock's like... brain is bad and sexist, but this is a whole other level. That's yeah. true. That's true. It's like, yeah, okay. like, does, does, how did the, I mean, we've talked a lot about it, but did he, what is supposed to have happened here? <laughs> you have that question a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Like, does he just get parts of the brain? Like, they both have a, like, they're both breathing and have a heartbeat, so. Yeah. Clearly they both got. The, it was pretty much just the personality. I don't yeah. know. They it just, was... the, that personality lobe, yeah, up on the top of the brain, right? It was weird. <laughs> oh, phrenology. Yeah. Oh, well, anyway. Okay, to the well, hat. Yes, to the hat. To Pull the out hat. the real live hat. Yeah, the not at all zip Better episode. <laughs> Better, that, boy, that doesn't. That doesn't roll off the tongue. Better episode. I would love syllables. it if I would really love Better. it if I somehow um, pulled out Mirror Mirror. That would be the best. But I don't think I'm I already. I'm already five minutes into it. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. You've restarted already. Oh, alas, it is not. It is not Mirror Mirror. I what do not is... like your lack of enthusiasm. <laughs> it feels like a dull episode. Um, it is season two, episode thirteen, Obsession. Captain Kirk obsessively hunts for a mysterious mm-hmm. cloud creature he incur- encountered in his youth. Oh, yeah. Mm, yeah space I only, cloud. I only vaguely remember this one right now. So It it's, turns yeah. out to be a it's cloud so of um, obsession by Calvin Klein. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And then things happen. But, yeah. All right. Well, obsession. That's the next episode. Dear listeners, uh, you can now follow us on Twitter at, at Beam3. And Instagram, 3 to beam up, And we have a Facebook page, 3 to beam up, that you can like. And we post there sometimes. And you can ask us questions um, and reply and interact with us there. Um, yeah, so I think mission accomplished this time around. Uh, 3 to beam up. <laughs>